I'm Kyle Bushland, and you're listening to NIS Voices, where we bring you inspiring stories about learning, community, news, and more from Nanjing International School. We're back for a very special episode of NIS Voices with our Director of Learning, Casson Bratton. As always, great to have you on the show. Thanks, Kyle. Great to be here. Every year, our school recruits professional educators from around the world to join our inclusive learning community. As we begin looking for new faculty, what in your eyes makes an NIS teacher? Great question. First of all, let's, let's just say unequivocally that our teachers are absolutely fantastic. But I think most schools would, would say that. I, I think we're a little bit different, you know, in, in how, we, how we do things and what we believe learning looks like. So I guess the first thing to say, like if you take a, a good look at our faculty, it's diverse. And by diverse, I mean, there's a lot of levels to that. But, you know, I think maybe the one that stands out the most for me is just we're not looking for kind of cookie cutter um, educators. We're not looking for people that simply follow a textbook or, you know, an externally created syllabus. When that's your focus, you know, you talk to and and interview and, and find, you know, a really diverse range of approaches to teaching and learning, but all with the kind of the same ethos. And I think for, for our staff, you know, if I think about our, our faculty, you know, there's a lot of diversity in how and how the teaching and learning is approached. A lot of, you know, a lot of different stories about how our teachers come into education. You know, we have educators that have been, since they were kids, knew they were going to be a teacher. And we have educators that this is their, you know, second career, third career. They've done some really interesting things and then moved into education. So that kind of diverse range of of backgrounds and stories, I think it just enriches our our faculty so much. So, of course, (laughs) at the fundamental level, we want expert practitioners, but we also believe that we develop talent. So I think for us, we're looking for the growth mindset idea in action, Uh, people that are willing to bring previous experiences, but also to challenge, you know, what they think and believe and really be immersed in a really wonderful learning community. And so I could talk all day about how fantastic our teachers are. Of course, we have a, a beautiful campus. Of course, we have a, a rich history as a school. Of course, we have a leadership team that I'm a part of, which is fantastic as well. But what really sets us apart, you know, our competitive advantage are our teachers. Why teach at NIS? You know, we came here um, nine years ago. Uh, my wife's a, a primary school teacher. I came in as a middle school principal. I knew a little bit about NIS. I was working in the Middle East at the time, uh, and I had a friend here who we had worked with previously in Europe. And um, she wrote me and said, "Hey, I think there's going to be there's going to be an opening. Uh, this is a fantastic place to work. You should you should check it out." And the more I started to learn about the school, the more excited I got. I think if you're living and working in in Asia, certainly in China, you know NIS. You know, part of it is because we're fantastic, <laughs> and uh, the other part is we've been around for a while. So I think name recognition here in here in China or, or our part of uh, the world uh, is pretty high. But because we've been here for 30 years as well, we have a lot of faculty alumna all over the world, right? So I think one of the things that attracts people to the school is the experiences of, of people they know. They hear about, um, you know, people stay tend to stay here a while. Faculty children love the school. I, I can attest to that. This is the only school my son's ever, ever gone to. He's going into grade six. So I think, you know, th- that's the initial attraction, I think, for most people, is that they've, they've heard of the school they know about. But when you start to, to learn more, that's, I think, where it really gets exciting. We are in a, in a beautiful location. You know, the quality of life here is super high. I bike to work every day. You know, it's a comfortable place to live. 
uh, the community, the greater community around the school, and there's so much to offer there. And of course, Nanjing, I mean, I think one of the cool things about NIS is that, you know, we're in Nanjing, which is a, if you look at the statistics, a huge city. But where we are is in Shenlin, which is this beautiful kind of leafy suburb. But you can access everything that Nanjing has to offer in a 20-minute metro ride from right outside the school or jump in a Didi. And I think our relative location to Nanjing is great. So you have that great quality of life at a great school. And you have what China has to offer as well, you know, with Shanghai right next door and those kinds of things. So there's just something a little bit magical, I think, about Nanjing. I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think it's a really, really cool place to live. It has the right mix of action and relaxation, uh, and the school is well positioned right in the heart of that community. So coming to work every day is is easy, you know, both both literally and figuratively. Then there's sort of you know we attract top teachers. Then it's why stay, and that's really the most interesting question, you know. And I think if you ask uh, our teachers, the first thing they're going to say is community. Professionally, it's just a really enriching place to work not only for the you know professional development that we offer but just the people you work with you know the our teams and our colleagues and our faculty is both extremely kind welcoming but also challenging you know we challenge each other we want to get better and i think that you know that's an easy easy thing to get excited about as an educator you can be an educator for 20 years and teach the same year 20 times but that's not what we do so Coming into NIS is challenging in that way that we, you know, we're constantly trying to reinvent from, you know, the big picture all the way down to instructional design. So professionally, it's super enriching too. So I don't know, it just feels like it, it has it all and it has it all in the right amounts. It's a super professional place to work, but it's also a, a collegial place. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not a, you don't feel like you're in a hamster wheel. You feel like you're actually able to contribute to the discussion around teaching and learning and make decisions as an educator without a script without micromanagement. And I think that level of autonomy is what educators are looking for, at least the educators we're interested in. You can look at the leadership of the school as well. You know, you've been here nine years. Our school director, Lori McClellan, this is his 13th year. We've only had two school directors in our 30-year history. Yeah, um, agree. And you can't underestimate the, the importance of our board stability either. You know, as a nonprofit school um, that started as a very small, you know, six students in a, in a hotel room, you know, we, do, we never forget that. We have those pictures on our walls to remind us about, you know, our journey. But our board is simply fantastic. Uh, fiscally, the school has always been in a great position. We have flexibility to create and design spaces you know, they always have an eye on our strategy and our mission. Yeah, I can't say enough about the, the efforts of our board. And, you know, it's like like all nonprofit schools, it's a volunteer group. They're very busy people uh, with, you know, very full-time jobs. But over time, they've given so much to the, to the kind of foundation uh, of our school. And, you know, we've built something on top of that that I think is, is really special. Speaking of special, let's talk a little bit about our mission and our strategy, our award-winning strategy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, NIS is a mission-driven organization. I think most organizations would want to, you know, say that or would say that, but I, I really think we are. Of course, I'm a little biased, I guess. Um, and I think that that, are, you know, having a very simple mission around inclusion, around international-mindedness, personal excellence, creative thinking, it, it does serve as a guide when we're decision-making. Uh, and like I said, with the board, I mean, that comes from the board all the way down to our students. 
uh, and all the way back you know through the organization we all know our mission and we all believe it um, we believe that you know it's, it's education for good and for a purpose uh, not simply to tick off a box or you know get an AP score and, and move on our strategy you know yes it's award-winning but like any strategy it, it, it evolves um, and that evolution is probably the most exciting part. You know, I, for me, it's interesting because a lot of schools have a mission and a vision. I've never really understood that. Like, if, if your mission isn't ambitious and you need a vision to sort of tack on, it feels like it's distracting. Like, we have a mission and a vision, but what are we really living in? What are we really using to make decisions? Is it the mission or the vision? And how do those things go together? What I like about strategy is the strategy is designed to move us towards our mission, to achieve our mission. And that, to me, makes so much more sense because it's actually action. You know, it's you know we have our projects, we have you know we have pathways, we have things happening all the time. You know, from a prototype stage all the way through you know programmatic elements that are constantly evolving because of our strategy. If we just had a, a vision, it's like oh, it would be nice to envision that in the future. It would be nice to achieve that. But then when you get to the how, it's like hot air. And I think that's what's cool about our strategy is it's. It's completely biased towards action, and it evolves. Like I said, so we started off, you know, with student voice uh, and choice and burst the bubble, and what those things mean to us now is different. You know, I, we, we've evolved, and you know, we'll continue to do so. And that's another cool thing about strategy is that it's not static. Like a vision statement is a static thing. Strategy is constantly changing and being challenged and moved around. But the whole point of it is to achieve our mission. That's what strategy is meant to do. So I like that. I like working in an organization that's designed around strategy versus some sort of lofty vision statement that nobody really knows. What are our students like? <sighs> they are amazing. For many of our students, NIS is their first international experience. For some of that group, it'll be their only international experience, at least as a student. You know, when they are off to college, maybe that changes, but as children, this is it. You know, the, typically our parents are uh, in the corporate world. Uh, they're coming to Nanjing for business reasons, typically. And this might be three, four, five years of their life. And then they more than likely will just go back home, whether that's Korea or Germany or America or wherever. And I think that makes us unique. And I think that also for our students means that we have to be really purposeful about the experience we design for them. Because, you know, I think sometimes international schools can get a little lazy because of high rates of student turnover. You know, you sort of think, well, yeah, these students are here and we love them and they're our students, and, but you know, in a few years they'll be gone. So that you can get lazy around your program, around your, you know, how you design learning because you're just, you know, you're not thinking about the, the end game. And, and for us, that's not, that's not the experience of our students. That's not how we are. We are designing a, a, you know, a pretty bespoke approach to learning because we know that our students are coming in, they need a lot of support and transition because this is maybe their first international school. It's about language sometimes. You know, they're not bopping in from other international schools, you know, a majority of our students. This is really their experience. So creating a welcoming, accepting community, being very purposeful about how we design curriculum in terms of how we vertically articulate our standards and our units to make sure that, you know, we are best supporting students in, in this really important stage of their development and families too you know it's not it doesn't just stop with students but for our kiddos they're extremely diverse in their approach to to life they are interesting they are passionate they, they are change makers they do not accept the status quo they challenge us all the time which is what we want they take action and 
always blow us away with how articulate they are in you know expressing what they need and what they want to get out of this experience so as long as we're tuning into that we're doing the right thing because there's just so much they offer us so much how does nis support its teachers there's a lot of levels to this just like students you know there's not a one-size-fits-all approach to how we can support each other as, as colleagues and teachers fundamentally i think it comes down to the culture of the school and really being purposeful about creating a welcoming, inclusive culture across all ages. So for our, for our teachers, it's no different. I think, I think teachers perform at their best and feel at their best when they feel seen, they feel valued, and they are connected with other people that they like, <laughs> that they like to work with. And from that kind of base level of dignity and humanity, springs forth all the systems that we put in place. You know, so whether that's how we approach professional development, which I think is pretty innovative and generous with a high degree of autonomy, you know, I think that's that's a really important piece too to how we design the school day or do the schedule. You know, I think everything we do is is with that in mind because we know that if teachers feel supported, then our students feel supported. And if teachers don't feel supported, then it's pretty hard for students to feel that, you know. So it's really, really important that, that our teachers feel like they they are seen as professionals, that they have uh, autonomy over um, a lot of decision-making because they're the experts in the room with the child that, you know, resource-wise, if they need it, they can get it. We try to spend our budget. <laughs> you know, we're not a school that's trying to skimp or, you know, we don't have shareholders. We're not, you know, we are really spending our tuition money, which our parents trust us with, to support learning in the school. And I think teachers feel that. So, yeah, I, th I think it starts from the inclusive piece and then works into all the systems that schools put in place to, to best support educators. And I hope that our teachers are feeling that all the time. What would you say to teachers abroad or here in China who are looking at working at NIS? I'd say, come on. <laughs> because if you're looking at NIS, you're looking at our website and you're, you're getting excited about what we're trying to do here. You're hearing a little bit about the school from, from friends or colleagues that have worked here in the past. Um, so, so if you're interested in, in NIS uh, and you know a little bit about the school, then you're going to just get more and more interested the more you learn. Why come to China? That's a great question. There are so many schools in China, first of all. And with that, there's such a wide variety in terms of you know, quality, size, approach, for-profit, um, nonprofit schools. So I think as an educator, when you're looking to move to China, you have to be really discerning. And that's who we want. We want discerning professionals. Living in China has been a joy and continues to be a joy for myself and my family. You know, like anywhere, you're going to find the things that excite you. You're going to be able to explore. And China's no different. I think what makes China different is the scale of that, you know, everything from mega cities to the most beautiful countrysides and mountains and everything in between the culture the language the food it's just really appealing to me and i think you know obviously our staff because they're here as well but it's not just china i think a lot of times when international teachers are looking at china they they look at beijing they look at shanghai and might not know a lot about other cities in this country so I would encourage people to learn more about Nanjing. Nanjing is an absolutely special, magical place. 
I think what makes it so so great um, for us, where the school is located, is easy access to the to the city, but also easy access to the countryside. I mean, this morning I was out on my bike, riding along the Yangtze River. The sun was rising. You know, the infrastructure is absolutely incredible. So things we take for granted, you know, being here so long like you and I, mm-hmm. I really notice when I'm outside of the country and traveling around, you know, China has has developed into a, a wonderful place to work, a wonderful place to live. And, and, you know, I would say keeping an open mind as an international school educator about China is going to offer you so many opportunities uh, career-wise, professional development-wise, package-wise. And as we move forward, you know, through the pandemic, that's only going to increase. Like anywhere, China has, has had to deal with, with COVID. And as we move, you know, through COVID, the, the decisions that schools here, well, good schools here in China have made to attract and retain top quality faculty, it's only going to become more and more and more and more appealing as we go forward. So I'm really excited for that as well. You know, we've had, you know, great success in our recruiting over the past three years within the pandemic. But I'm even more excited for how we move forward in that space. And we've had those conversations as well, because I think this will be the most attractive place to work in the world. And for me, it already is.